show starts in three, two, one, go. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. I don't want to talk about it, but I will. Okay. <laughs> and I'm Jewish. Hey, I'm also Jewish. What? Do we get that a lot in Florida? I, I don't know. I love herring. Ooh, so do I. The Kutzker? We're highlighting the joy in Judaism. That's exactly what we're doing, the joy in Judaism. Can that be a bumper sticker? Do they do bumper stickers anymore? Here we go! Eliezer! Eliezer. Hi. Hi. Welcome. I can't believe we're back. It's okay. We're Jewish. Episode four. Four. And you would think that it's episode like 44, right. 404. It's like we've known each other our whole lives and been podcasting our whole lives. I want to throw a phrase at you. I'm going to catch it. It it really it makes its way around. I'm going to put on my glove. Climbing the charts. Yes. Climbing the charts. I, I don't know if climbing is the right word. I think it's it's skyrocketing. Ascending. Yeah, it's... it's, it's well, that, that probably is right. <laughs> skyrocketing <laughs> is probably it. And it's usually... Res- uh, people throw it around. Right. Not us. It's, it's a showbiz term. It is. It's for those who are skyrocketing and climbing right. said charts. Right. And I know our listeners who aren't in showbiz, they're not... What it means like, is what that do you we're, mean? we're popular. Oh, we're beyond popular. (laughs) You know what? You look like someone who is climbing the charts because you are. Yeah. Yeah. So do you. Uh, I feel it. Are we climbing together? You know what I like? Mm. Because this is a, this is a, this is a two person show. Oh, only nobody, by the way, people have asked, can I be on? Yeah. And by the way, we've listened to a lot of podcasts and this is the podcast episode. Meta podcast episode about podcasts. It's mind blowing, but like, it's usually like one person or like three. Mm -hmm. There's no two. This is it. This we're it. We realized we did the math. Yeah, you know, it took us a while. We carried one the one, two, plus one. No, you no. Could, you do more together. That that was our the sum of all fears. Mm, is that a Ben Affleck? That was a great movie. Though. You promised me you would. Was it? I liked it. Ah, that but that thing. Blew I don't up think that climbed the charts. No, at all. maybe was, not. Woo. But I liked it. Uh, but why we, are we climbing the charts? You and me because we're, we're doing this. it together. Ah, but we're, we're like. We're holding hands and mm-hmm. feet as we walk oh, up the ladder. Oh, yes. We're like a, we're like a big pretzel, yeah. like a big pretzel. Yeah. yeah, I know. Again, I'm doing a lot of hand movements, <laughs> but our toes are intermingled. You know what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen? Hmm? We are number 33, 33. on the podcast Pod- charts yeah. after three episodes. Three episodes. Unbelievable. There's thousands and thousands of Jewish podcasts. And, and they're in our dust. We let them in our dust. Can I just say, and I feel bad about this. I feel great. <laughs> See but, how we balance each other? Right, right. It's good. We're a yin and a yang. Mm-hmm. Um, a pickle and a packle? Uh, who's, I don't know. who's the pickle? <laughs> I don't know if that's a real thing. Um, now. Can I just say, and I feel amazing about this and guilty at the same time. Mm-hmm. Well, you're Jewish, when, so right. okay, we're Jewish. <laughs> well, that's just normal. That's perfect. When I was looking at the charts, mm-hmm. right, and I like texted you, I'm like, oh my God, we're 33. Oh, yeah. Do you know who 34 was? Who was 34? I was only looking up, not down. Rabbi Sachs. Oh, wow. Yeah, and he is a hero to me. Like I, I would say when I was first introduced to, to Rabbi Sachs and his writing, and I got to meet him once. Like if I were to say there was a hero in my lifetime, it was Rabbi Sachs. So to wow. see that our podcast went one over, I was like, now wow. I, now I also feel really guilty. Yeah, we've made it, but, yes. and I feel bad, but, uh, thank yeah, you for but, bringing that. Right. Down. Yeah. Sorry. But, but uh, I love you, Rabbi Sachs. And by the way, you should check out Rabbi Sachs's podcast. Absolutely. It's awesome. 
Well, so this episode is brought to you by an amazing product, which couldn't come at a better time. Oh, you know, after Yom Kippur, no one wanted to get near me. Yeah, your mouth gets all dry and gross, and then, and by the way, that that's already breath. disgusting. And then afterwards, you're just you're throwing in the locks and the onions I had and this. So many different foods. Oh, it was just like a onions and soup and cheese. So and what you need to do when you have that kind of gross Yom Kippur breath, you got to go right after. Therabreath. Therabreath is amazing. I've used this before. It's clinically proven. It lasts for so long. I, I have it in my mouth right now. <laughs> I, that smells really nice. Thank you. Is Therabreath. that Therabreath? Yeah. You can pick it up at Walgreens, CVS. Everywhere. Anywhere you can find your basic you know, mouth care product, mm -hmm. you're going to find Therabreath. But it's much better than the regular... Like, it's not made by, by some random company. Like it, scientists. Yeah, they really put a lot of time and effort. How do I kill it? Right, it's not like bad alcohol germs. and green, you know, no. a green color. No, no, it's, no, no, no. This is not a drink. This, this is, is made by people who used to work in NASA? Is that would that be? You know what? I'm it, not sure actually. They care about your breath. Right. It's well, that's why it's breath. thera. It's mm -hmm. like it's therapeutic mm -hmm. for your mouth. Like if your mouth needed a therapist... It doesn't care just about your breath. It cares about your relationships with others. I don't want that other person... That's cool. It's not selfish. That. not just... Right. No. It's not just about you. It's about the person you're talking to. By the way, I really have had it. It's incredible. Well, I'm so glad they sponsored this episode because I just I want to buy more. Well, we appreciate all of our sponsors. We appreciate that you sponsored this one. And I also, while we're throwing around thank yous... Yeah. So, you know, we record these episodes at different times. We and do. We, we publish them and release them, whatever the word that's is. How, that's, yeah. that's the biz talk. That's the biz. Yeah. People don't understand. That's when you put it <laughs> right, out there right, into the Right. When you publish sphere. and subscribe. You know, usually it's a cha-ching. You know, yeah. that's, what, that's what I hear. Right. Like, watch out. But I want to thank you. Why? Uh, Why? Two episodes ago, in yeah. episode two, that was our holiday episode. Yeah, I love we that episode. We were talking about Yom Kippur and Sukkot. Yeah, and all of them. Yesterday, Shmidiat Sarah, <laughs> who could forget? Yeah. Yesterday... In real time, yeah. that was Yom Kippur. Yeah, yesterday was Yom Kippur. And I had an amazing Ni'ila and a really powerful Yom Kippur, and it was because of you. Wow, why? I want to thank you. I'll tell you why. Huh. We talked about a lot of things on episode two. Feel free, listener, to go back to episode yeah, two it's many, one of many my, times. It's one of my us. favorites. So one of my top three. It's <laughs> So Yom Kippur, and uh, you really inspired me. So, you know, you get hungry, yeah. and you, you lose you wanna, focus. Yeah. Yesterday... Ni'ila, by the way, for those who don't know, that's the it's like the last part of oh, yeah. the davening. It's like a last shot. It's the mm -hmm. only holiday we have this extra, extra tefillah, this extra prayer. It's yes. kind of cool. It's very cool. The gates yeah. are closing. One last big push for a wonderful judgment and year. Yeah. Uh, and I had something in my bag this time. I, you know, I brought it with. Oh, it what, was very weird, but very powerful. What did you bring? I so brought cheese? a Ziploc like, bag with well. my own sponge cake. You had sheet cake? I had my own. I brought it with me because I didn't... Look, I, I, I like the show I go to. I trust them, but I just I needed to have that extra piece. And if I hadn't listened to episode two, it may never have right, happened. Because we talked about how like in our synagogue in the Valley, there was always sheet cake, which I thought was only a Valley thing. No, no. This shul was fully prepared. But you know what? As my son and I were walking out, I saw the crowd. It would have taken me minutes. Hours. <laughs> upon hours <laughs> to get that delicious dessert. So you I didn't brought your it. own. I had it in my bag. That's amazing. Oh, I said the bracha. I ate it. Was it delicious? I, oh, it was. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's Sally. I also. So I thank went, you. Well, you're welcome. I'm glad that I inspired you to eat. Um, you did. You I did. will say that I also, when I was at Shul, I was at the Young Israel of Hollywood. Nice. Um, Hollywood, Florida, that is. Flor yes, right. Not North Hollywood. No. Um, but I was. Or actual Hollywood. Right, Hollywood. <laughs> West Hollywood. Oh, okay, fine. How come there's no South or East Hollywood? How do you know there's not? I don't think there is. Mm, Listeners? Let's Google it. All right. Um, but I was walking out, 
and there it was. Mm. Sheet cake and orange juice. And yeah. I was, my mind was blown. I thought it was only a valley thing. I mm. guess it's universal. You know what I'm learning right now? Yeah. We need to expand our minds. Stop judging people I know, based on their geography. But do you, I bet it, because there's a lot of doctors, Jewish yes. doctors. Are there? I, there That's are, a thing? I've heard. I've heard. God, I'm learning so much. I've heard it from my lawyer, for Jew friend. Uh, um, I've got to call my accountant. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> But I will say, I bet it's a medical thing. Like if you're like fasting for 25 hours, mm -hmm. you need a revive. And like medically, it's sheet cake and orange juice. That's right. Yeah. Someone That's told right. me actually they give you orange juice after you give blood. Have you never given blood before? I did. You need someone to tell you. I did. No, I did. Actually, the first time I gave was in Israel. And me too. Wow. Yeah. But I, I bet this didn't happen. I went to the chair, big, you know, big chair, like, mm -hmm. you know, vinyl, whatever. Mm -hmm. I would sit down. There were drops of blood on the chair that were not my blood. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that happened. Not happened. So I, so I just, you know, I just smushed myself in the blood. Okay, because I was uh, still yeah. going to give. Oh yeah, you're but, not get, no blood's getting in the way yeah. of your blood. But now I have hepatitis. Okay. <laughs> Good sacrifice. Yeah. By the way, this is another reference to episode, I think three. Yeah. Uh, when I gave the food episode. blood, yes, the food yeah. episode. When I gave blood in Israel, you know what they gave me after? What orange cookie, juice? Orange juice? No, no. Poppy seed cake. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. So I went on my. Did blood you back. see that picture I sent you? I texted you. I was in a uh, a bagel yes, store. Yes. Although you know, I gotta say, poppy seed bagel, not so bad. I can't like, believe what I'm hearing. Why are you giving <laughs> in? Who called you? Who's trying to sponsor? I, say, I will not let. Yeah. A poppy well, seed sponsor. You won't even have a poppy seed, like one no. seed. Oh, that. That's a gateway drug right there. No, thank you. Right. Say no to poppy Can I just seeds. say, and by the way, and this is, you know, we haven't even started the mm. podcast, but I just, I actually was on a plane mm -hmm. back from Los Angeles. You're talking about Yom Kippur and Yom Kippur is, this is not the holiday issue, you know, podcast number two, but Yom Kippur is this, you know, we, we think it's like the big show, right? And almost every Jew, like if there's a time that someone goes to synagogue, it's Yom Kippur. And some people, by the way, they say like, oh, you know, there's Jews, they do nothing all year and they go to Yom Kippur. Like who do they think they are? First of all, I think they're amazing. Yes. The fact that they took time and they said, you know what, even if it's once a year, they step into a synagogue, that's beautiful. So I just want to, I want to give a shout out to all the Jews who showed up to Yom Kippur. Good job. Because um, I think it's amazing, regardless of what you do before or after. I think it's beautiful that you stopped and you said, you know what, I'm going to give this 25 hours to Hashem um, and to yourself. But I do want to put this out there. Yom Kippur is not an end. It's not like, first of all, it's the beginning of the year, mm -hmm. right? It's not the end of the year. And I read this thing and it's crazy. It was, I was watching the movie... Eddie the Eagle? Have you seen this movie? Oh, wow. Yeah? No, I haven't. <laughs> Hugh Jackman? Yes. Yes, I know. You should I... totally watch it. But okay. at the end, there was this quote. And I want to read it to you. The, this is from the founder of the Olympic Games. You need new glasses. I do, I do. I'm putting wow, my glasses on. The important thing in the Olympic Games is not the winning, but the taking part. Ooh. The important thing in life is not the triumph, but the struggle. And I think Yom Kippur... It's about the struggle, not like painful. It's about like, this is the beginning. Yes, we go to Hashem. We say, please forgive me. Let's, you know, I want to start over. I, but that doesn't mean you're not going to make some mistakes along the way. There's not going to be bumps. It doesn't start or end with Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is a stopping point of reflection. But the rest of the year, we're going to go. We're going to make, and we got to make sure we're still reflecting and we're still working on ourselves and we're still growing. So it's just like, it's not this one time, you know, fits all event it's a pause that hopefully gets us ready for a year of constant reflection and tshuva, repentance, and growth, and positivity. And um, I really like that quote, and I love Yom Kippur for that. That's really beautiful. Yeah. 
I got to tell you, you know, when we started this whole crazy thing many, yeah. many months ago of It's Okay, We're Jewish, I thought this was just going to be a podcast like, about the joy of Judaism, right? fun. Yeah, it is. I would laugh, but there's some inspiration here. Oh. You know, not all podcasts are the same. You They're know, not. not one, which is a great segue. That's a fantastic segue. I tried really hard to fit that one right. in, so I'm glad you like it. This is the podcast episode. This is the podcast episode about podcasts. Podcasts, which yes. we thought, because we now feel that we're part of a kind of a exclusive you don't have to tell me number 33 right. on the charts i An mean exclusive family knows. of podcasts mm-hmm. so we decided to go to the charts mm-hmm. and we picked five podcasts most of which are on the top at echelon yeah. that's um, we're aspiring like we yeah. talk about them before we right but we want to give know, back our spots yeah like now that we're all right about. like we're although we did pick one that i don't know where it's on the chart but i just felt it was necessary to bring to the forefront but We'll see. And and just a kudos, I just want to say, none of these podcasts are sponsoring this episode. We have not no, been paid. No. These are not paid we're podcasts. We're not looking for money. No. I mean, we're, we'll take the money. Oh, yeah. I just want to say, for all those sponsors, current and future, yeah. don't stop. No, don't stop. Yeah. I can't go back to a regular lifestyle. Yeah. And by the way, now's the, now's the time to sponsor because soon it's going to be... There's going to be very few people that can afford the sponsorship. Yeah, do it now while you can. Yeah. Um, Operators are standing by. So we're going to jump in. We're, we've picked five podcasts. Okay, let's pull it up. We've reviewed them. We're going to start with one of the top ones. Um, right now, currently number three. Have you ever heard of the podcast Unorthodox? I have. I've listened to it. It's by Tablet Magazine, correct? Tablet Magazine. And I uh, I had actually heard about it. Like When we decided to review some podcasts, we didn't look at the chart. I just kind of threw out ones that I had heard of. But Unorthodox, it's actually a three-person show. Yeah. We've got uh, Mark Oppenheimer, Stephanie Butnick. Stephanie Butnick, and Liel Leibovitz. Now, I will say the episode that I listened to was about lobsters, uh, lobster rolls, which I'll, I'll tell you about. Um, but Stephanie wasn't there because she's on maternity leave. She's ah. just had a baby. Mazel so tov. I don't know, Stephanie, if you're listening, but Mazel Tov and... Uh, you know, the child should grow up and create a biased name and be a stroll. And I mean, I mean, you know, I mean. which mean, means, what does that mean? It means to create oh, actually, a, yeah. like a house that is beautiful for the Jewish people. I actually have a nice little Devar Torah yeah. of my own on that. So Stephanie, this one's for your baby. It's not about, uh, you know, when you hear the word Naaman, it's about faith. Yes, obviously you want to have a house full of faith, but bias yeah. Naaman, be strong. It's what everyone wishes you when you get Lobster engaged. Lobster rolls, is it? It's really about being steadfast. Ooh. In your faith. I like that word. Faithful to one another, faithful to your family, steadfast, unmoving. Life throws so many things at you. It it's does. a roller coaster. When you have a strong household together and strong relationships with your loved Sally, ones. Sally, look at you getting all inspiration. You see my hands? You see yeah. how I'm moving? I told oh. you it was a great young kid This is amazing. I wasn't lying about the no. sheet cake. Okay? Well, you're like a new man. Oh, I feel great. New man. <laughs> like Newman? Yeah, that's oh, a no. Merman. Merman. No, no, doing a Seinfeld with Newman. 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 Oh boy, there goes that Seinfeld yeah. sponsorship. But Mazel Tov to you, Mazel Stephanie. Tov. I wasn't. Did I finish? <laughs> you said be steadfast. <laughs> Fine, okay. No, you can continue. Let's rabbi. get done. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Is this the rabbi's anyway, speech? Did you have Kipper? Moving right along. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Mazel Tov. So I was listening Stephanie. to the lobster. I don't do what. Do you know what episode you were listening to? The apology episode, the oh. most recent one. Oh, so I didn't. I decided not to do it. But the apology is is most recent, which makes sense because it's Yom Kippur. It was very good. You know what I appreciate about this podcast the most? Yeah, the interaction between the hosts. I did. Did you? Was Ste- Stephanie wasn't there? I assume she was not there. Right, because it's and I listened to the lobster rolls, which I don't know how far back that was, but she's gone for three months. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna guess actually and Mark and, and Leel, if you're listening, Mark and I'm not sure who was who because I couldn't Can't tell, see them. But Mark sounded like an NPR guy. Like he just sounded yeah. 
I, I just imagine him wearing like a tweed jacket, glasses. Nice. He sounded very polished. And then Leo like was, I don't know if he's the funny, but like he- Hawaiian he shirt. A little more passionate. They were a nice match. So that's a good, what's, those are like the elements of a good podcast. Yeah. You can't have two of the exact no. same No, and people. I actually, I wonder where Stephanie falls into this, but- mm, Interesting. They did that, like they have like a, each week, I guess, uh, uh, the Jew of the week, and they had, they had this guy on a show- <laughs> Are you talking about the anti-Semitism one? No, no, no. They had... Because that uh, looks like someone we know. They had... Uh, oh, they had this guy from... Actually, I haven't seen the show. Never have I ever. Uh, Jaron Lewis? Lewison? Lewison? You don't know Jaron? Do you? Uh, no. I can tell you that he's 20 years old, but he plays a 15-year-old. And I thought they were done with that. Because what I grew you talking up, about? Jason Priestley was like that, 58. That's exactly what I was thinking yeah. about. I grew up Beverly Hills 90210 in yeah. high school. Best show ever. And... My mind was blown when I found out they were like 80. They were really old. And they looked old, Andrea. too. Andrea. You ever see that Family Guy clip? Ridiculous. <laughs> no. All Orange Grove. <laughs> it's very accurate. Right. So I, I, I remember watching the show. I'm like, I know I'm a teenager. They're supposed to be teenagers, but these people look like my parents. Um, so I thought that was over, but it's probably easier to work with someone who's we over 18. We should have 18. Ian Ziering on the show. He's we a proud should. Jew. Is he? Yeah, he speaks Hebrew. That would be amazing. I don't know if it's fluent or not, but he's he's holding. I'd love to have Ian on the show. So let's see if we can make that. Uh, Booker? Let's do it. Ian <laughs> Booker? Yeah, we have a, don't oh. we have a head Booker? <laughs> we don't? I don't know why that's making me laugh. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Steve? Steve, can you get Ian for us? Can you get Ian um, on the line? So anyway, I want to I want to throw it out there. They and they also do. They did actually. I like this. It was my favorite part. I don't know what they call it, but it was. They did a thing. I, I don't know if it's a weekly thing. They do a thing for like non Jews. <laughs> I don't know why Booker. <laughs> Booker. It's a it's a it's a it's a position it's a, yeah. that we have on ourselves. Obviously, why am I laughing? Yeah. Sorry, I mean, Steve. If we have a head Booker, that's not also laughing means at we, you. I'm laughing. We have with an you. assistant Booker. Yeah. <laughs> but they did a thing where they do a shout out to someone who's not Jewish. Um, who's oh, like that's nice. like a, a what's it called a um, righteous Gentile, and okay. there was this guy. Guy who uh, who owns a restaurant. I think his name is there. It is uh, Andrew Gruel, ah. and he's a lobster has a lobster restaurant. And I guess lobster is delicious. I don't know. It looks like a big cockroach to me, but no, I've heard I've heard good things. No, I've people who've had yeah. lobster. I, you know what I appreciate most about watching it, like in the movies, like in Splash. Yeah. Remember Splash? Oh, I love Splash. I showed it to my kids recently. Daryl with Daryl Hannah. Didn't let yeah yeah <laughs> Daryl Hannah. My kids did not get into it. You know why? Too slow. You know, that's the yeah, problem that's with the kids, kids these days. days. Yeah. Oh my, first of all, they cannot sit through the opening credits. Movies no. used to have opening credits. Which they take, don't do anymore. take forever. Okay, but that's part of yeah. the experience. But Splash was one of my favorite movies. I saw in the theater. You know what happens nowadays because there's no opening credits. There what? goes time to get the snacks. Right, and they're getting fat. That's, that's why people are fat in America, because of the opening credits. Is that right? Yeah, I read that in a journal. The Jewish journal? The unorthodox tablet. Oh, okay. Journal. Oh, wow. The, wait, so what were you saying? I don't remember. <laughs> lobster, lobster. Oh, lobster so, splash. The crunch. Yeah, so, I like the crunch. Oh, so people like lobster. It's fa- but by the way, if you do you know this, lobster at some. I read this in some. Oh, it was on Shark Tank, and they were trying to like get this new food thing to be to be eaten. I don't remember, yeah. but they talked about lobster. Lobster. People did not want to eat it because it did look like a big cockroach, and they were like gross. But it took a while for it to be considered. Hey, wait a minute. You know how we can do? We can eat these things. Yeah. You like, know what? I think it was when the B fifty twos came out with their inspirational song. Rock lobster. Right? But I, I actually think it's when butter was invented. Because I think butter? they put butter on lobster, right? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've I didn't s- see that part of Splash. Yeah, so, the, the so anyway, this guy has a restaurant where it's a lobster restaurant, and mm-hmm. it's very expensive. And he felt, what a shame that people who cannot afford it cannot have lobster. So he created these lobster rolls and gave it out to people who oh, couldn't afford really it. that's nice. I thought that was a very nice thing. So very nice. thank you, Unorthodox, for bringing Righteous it. Righteous Gentiles. Oh, so it's a good show. I definitely recommend it. And... Uh, 
you check know, it out. check it out. They have a good, they have good vibes there. Good vibes. It is unorthodox. I don't know if it's not like we're orthodox. We are. And for our listeners with that, like there's different sects of Judaism. You know, there's reform Judaism, conservative Judaism, orthodox Judaism. There's humanitarian. I, I got to be honest to me, it's all Judaism. Mm-hmm. Like I love all Jews. I don't care what your background is. So I don't know though, if this is supposed to be like against orthodox or it's just that it's unorthodox. It's a little, you know, and they do They're a little edgy at times. Mm-hmm. So I, I appreciate the title. It kind of, I think our podcast is a little unorthodox. It's a little unorthodox, probably in both ways. Like yeah. our, ra- our rabbis are listening and be like, that's not orthodox. Oi. Gavalt. They're saying oi. But it's a good podcast, recommended. And um, let's go to the next one. Okay, let's do it. Full disclosure, host is a friend of mine. And of mine as well. Yeah, doesn't not sponsoring though. No, no, not yet. Probably doesn't even really want us to be talking about him. No, I think what he's doing is saving. It's going to be very expensive, he knows, to right. be a sponsor. Right. So, so he's, give, him, you know, give him time. He just moved here to Florida. Not just. Not, I just moved here. He moved here before me, I think. No. No? After me? I, I think after you. It's from Unpacked. An amazing organization, by the way, that focuses... Formerly known as... Uh, open Door? No, that's... I think they're... I think Open Door is the oh, name. Oh, Open Door Media is like the, the is umbrella. the new name, yeah. And, and then Unpacked the is the, the education. Media, yeah. But yes, it was it was Jerusalem U. Was it Jerusalem uh, Jerusalem Online University? I think it was called Jerusalem U. You know what? I bet... We should get we, him on and ask. Dr. Noam Weissman is the host of Unpacking Israeli History. Now, he also works for Unpacked and Open Door Media and formerly Jerusalem U. An excellent educator... Possibly he, a better friend. Yeah. Well, I don't no, know. Not possibly. No. He is a better friend. Well, why can't he be both? He can be an excellent no educator and an excellent friend. Can I just say, before I even get into the podcast, mm-hmm. so I've known Noam for a while. Noam uh, and I were actually part of an, uh, a fellowship mm-hmm. uh, where we were just trying to change the world. I heard um, about that, by the way. Yeah. Hakaverit. Walk up a mountain, lava, yeah, rings. It was a lot. Fellowship. It was a lot. We found that with Fellowship of the Rings. Yeah. yeah there were 10 of us. That was you. Um, we were part of this organization to change Jewish You've education. Uh, that was sponsored by JEIC. And uh, so I got to know him a lot through that because we were partners. You got to know him. You just said I that. I got to know him, know him. That was good. Uh, thank you. Uh, and so I got to know him as a person, as an educator. And I have to say, he's he's a really intelligent person. Very intelligent. Um, very passionate about what he does. And yeah. that carries through on his podcast. Yeah, very much Very so. polished, smart, funny too. Very. Um, I will say, so I listened to the, uh, I guess it was the most recent one about reparations. I actually listened to the Entebbe one recently. Oh, nice. It was great. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, I would production. actually say his podcast different than any of the others we're talking about. He's solo. He's solo, but it's purely it's it's an educational podcast. Yes. Like when I'm listening to him, I feel like I'm in a lecture hall with like a thousand people eager to hear what he has to say. And there's another ten thousand waiting to get in the door, but they couldn't get tickets because it sold out so you fast. You know what the difference is? When I'm in those packed lecture halls, yeah. I often like nod Take off, a nap. I fall asleep. Oh, I wouldn't nap. Not here. Not here. I mean he really does. Noam, if you're listening I know yeah. that you're listening, so I'm just gonna yeah. like, Excellent production value, and you keep the audience listening. Right, that's another thing. So like, much passion. He's excitement. got clips, and he's like, oh, it's great. I will say, shout out to you, Noam, um, in the most recent one. You had a clip from The Office. Did you? Because oh, you didn't hear that one. You didn't hear that one, yeah. And I, I love The Office. And As anyone that's willing to bring in a clip from Michael Scott, it was actually from the diversity episode. Oh, that's a great episode. Fantastic Could that episode. that even air nowadays? So you told me that recently. I they took it off of so. Peacock, but they I did. watched it. They took it off? Well, you said that. I assumed. I Oh, because I watched it recently, and it was there, so... Oh, I don't think it, I was wrong. Th- that's a fantastic episode if you want to talk about the importance of diversity, but you got to frame it as it's satire. But Noam does a great job. Noam's an amazing educator. I actually had him come and speak to my students at the Hebrew Academy. I have to say, like you know, it's always a risk when you bring in a speaker. the The kids were 
um, enamored. Not only was he engaging and intelligent in what he was saying, but he also like he knew he was talking to teenagers, which sometimes speakers now Noam is actually an expert in mm-hmm. you know, he he worked at Shell Heavett, like mm-hmm. he is a master educator when it with adolescents, but he also works with adults all over the world. So you, you can never tell really know. On his podcast, the man knows his audience. Yeah. So I definitely recommend it. And what I also liked about Unpacked in general, when it comes to Israel education, it's not like the force feed. It's not. It's not a, a whitewash. Is that the is that appropriate term? For, never. It never is. It never is. No. I think but, what you're saying is that he gets it to you in a relevant way, cool. Unique. But it's also nuanced. Like Israel is complicated. Yeah. You know, and obviously, I mean, I'll just say this podcast loves Israel. I love it. Yeah, and I love it. So that means That's the podcast yeah, loves it. There's no one else except and, for Booker. Right, Steve. <laughs> He loves it. Yeah. So we love Israel, but I think to, I'll just be honest, I was teaching about Israel and some of the issues with Israel and Palestinians. And I remember a lot of kids were like, yeah, Israel's great. And I remember one one kid raised their hand towards the end, nervous, and just said, listen, guys, Israel is complicated. Yes. And we have to be careful that we take every side into consideration. And I was, I applauded the student for doing that. And that's what Unpacked is doing, what Noam's doing. It's the appropriate nuance. It's not nuance in a in a superficial way. It looks at things from different angles, different ways, brings big questions uh, to the forefront. And I don't think anyone else is doing that except for Unpacked and the work that Noam is doing. So I definitely recommend the podcast. Highly recommend it. Also climbing the charts and rightfully so. Yeah, I mean, and Noam, listen, don't be like, we're going to get a, like we're going to skyrocket yeah. a pass, but we want to stay close to you because uh, you're a superstar. Yeah. All right. So next podcast, it's it's one of our personal favorites. It's huge. Yeah. This one is a huge, huge podcast. Especially if you live in Florida. I want to say, is, would, now we said we don't lie on this show, but we don't. Would, would it be a lie to say that part of the reason I moved to Florida was because of Behind the Bema? Was because of Behind the Bema. Is it a lie? It wouldn't be a lie if it's the truth. That's a great point. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, Behind the Bema is a podcast with Rabbi Ephraim Goldberg, who's the... He's head, the Mora de Astra, the head rabbi of, of Boca, Boca Raton Synagogue. BRS. BRS. Right, which... The mega shul. Mega shul. It's in, called the circle. Not the circle like the book. Like if you look at it, oh, that's a right, circle. Right, if you look right. at a map, it is going to be a circle with a bunch of houses around mm-hmm. this... And a lake. Is the shul right in the middle? I think it's at the end. I think it is, like kind of the end, yeah. but then it's all around... I think um, it might be an oval, by the way. I don't mean to like break the internet. Yeah, you today. know what? I don't. I don't actually want to be rude, but I think it is an oval. Mm-hmm. It's, it an it's an egg. It's an egg. It's the egg, egg of Florida. It's the egg of Florida. So you got Rabbi Ephraim Goldberg, Rabbi, Rabbi Philip Moskowitz, and Rabbi Josh Brody. Excellent people. The show is very interesting because it gives you a little bit of an insight into the rabbinate. You know, they yeah, they, and also I gotta say. They bring in some awesome guests. Well, so this season, I think they, is this the second year of the podcast? I'm not. I think so. They think they launched during the pandemic. Right. So they were doing like, just like we're doing, uh, just talking with, again, but three people, not yeah, two. Right. So we're, you know, we're good. I'm surprised they can fit so many people behind a Bima. Yeah. You ever been behind a Bima? I have been behind a Bima and tight. two the most. It's a tight squeeze. Two, but I actually know these three rabbis. I mean, I've, I know Josh the most. Mm-hmm. They're all very skinny. So I can see why they okay. can all fit behind the bima. Yeah. Which, by the way, do they actually do the show behind a bima? Because I've it's I don't I, I they've never panned down. I think right. they do it on Zoom. It's on Zoom. It's live. I think it's a yeah. live maybe, show. Maybe that's how you do which, it. By Mini the way, bimas. That's interesting. I don't think they do editing. It's a live show mm-hmm. on Zoom that they made into a podcast. But they don't look like they're behind a bima because I see their faces. <laughs> interesting. You kind of blew my mind there a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So it's kind of a lie. Well, it could be like a sukkah. You know, sukkah next week. So I'll do yeah. Little, so but, you know, sukkah. You don't need your whole body in there. You just need your maybe they're standing. Roach, I don't. But then, but they're there. on Zoom. They're in three different places. So is it three bimas? 
is is bima like a like one of those words like bimotes? No, I think it's just bima. Bima. Like Madonna. <laughs> well, I was going to say for mo- other what, what do you call multiple Madonnas? Just Madonna? Mad- I think so. I'm sure that's what behind the bima wants. Right. I will say the moments that Madonna. I like the most. So I listened to the episode with the CEO of Facebook. Excellent. Um, which I thought like you said. So I think this season they've gotten I am a I'm a sports fan, not a huge baseball fan, but I am a big baseball yeah. fan. So I listened to the one with Mariano Rivera. I don't even know who that is. He's the famous Yankees closer. Did I just lose a bunch of listeners because I don't know a lot about well, sports? Well, everyone in New York, probably a small chunk of Jewish listeners. Like, I don't know how many Jews live in New York. I've heard I'm of Wrigley a, Field. I've heard of, <laughs> you, I think you mean the gum. Not, you know who, you said Yankees? Wrigley, Don yeah. Mattingly. Oh, very good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You like his uh, sideburns, his payas. Yeah, I just I just remember his name. And if I can, the Mets, the Mets is a New York team. Yes. And, you're uh, on the right, you're doing great. Daryl Strawberry. Is that it? He was also a Dodger. Because I also like I like strawberries. So that's mm. how I remember. Mm. Check yeah. out our food episode. <laughs> <laughs> Did strawberries make it? Did not make it. Anyway, back to Behind the Bima. Yeah. They're very good. So I, they have great guests. They have a really good rapport with one another. Well, so that's the thing. I will say. So Rabbi Goldberg's the head rabbi. Mm-hmm. I think he definitely is leading the show. But my favorite parts are when they're all interacting. Yeah. Because I actually think they're adorable. I was going to say they have a lot of wisdom, but adorable is good too. <laughs> No, they definitely, like, again, they have wisdom. That's why behind the Bema, like, we don't really know what goes behind the scenes of being being a rabbi. It's not easy. It's probably one of the largest communities in the country. It's certainly one of the most popular shuls in the country. Rabbi Goldberg, I would say, I don't know if if he would call himself this, but I think he's like a rock star rabbi. He's a superstar in the Jewish world. Yeah. He's he's known around the world. It's, this is not a embellishment this is no, true he is a well-known rabbi and he does a good job i was there when i was visiting i was there for sure he gave a great speech very inspiring I remember watching a video of him uh looking at uh remember the iguanas were falling yes yeah and he so he was walking around i don't know that guy must have no fear yeah because i don't care how cold it is i'm not going near an iguana that's not moving what's with these iguanas i can't right. get behind the but, iguanas but, but by the way, he was talking about the you know it was cold and they weren't moving but they're mm. still alive it said so for Sign us of too, that you know, we sometimes we can we get stuck in this, but we're still alive and we can still warm up and we can still go. And it was very inspiring. Can I just say something? Yeah. You're on fire today. Oh, with the stories, with the inspiration. Oh, thank you. Wow. Well, that was Rabbi Goldberg's. But I will say, like, so he reminded me a little bit of the uh, who's the guy, the crocodile hunter guy, Steve Irwin. Steve, like, he's yeah. like the Steve Irwin of rabbis. Like, he was going around and he was like, he was right there. He's like, check out this iguana. And, like, I was freaking out, but. He inspired me. So then who are Rabbi Moskowitz and Rabbi Brody? So they're, I mean, listen, they're, I think they're assistant rabbis. I think Rabbi Brody is... No, is I mean, the, Steve Irwin, if you're oh, not in that Well, his that vein. son and daughter, but these are two men. So Mindy and Bindi, what's their name? I don't remember. They're, it's incredible, by the way. But they have their own show now. They're just like their dad. Yeah, it is. sound weird. like him. They look like him. Yeah. It's, it's nuts. It is kind of crazy. And yeah. they, they love animals. So just like Rabbi Goldberg. But I will say, I love the interaction. Rabbi Brody, I'm just going to give a shout out. Josh, um, if you're listening, uh, him and I... Why are you saying if? We're climbing. I started right. with Josh, the charts. Josh, I know you're listening. Rai Brody and I went to Yeshiva together in Aryakov. Very nice. And in the Behind the Bima episode that I was listening to, uh, Rabbi Goldberg referred to him as the rock, the, the uh, was it the rock star rabbi? Like not, uh, I'm sorry, the heavy metal rabbi. Nice. And I was like, I thought that was like low key, but I'm glad that Josh is still a heavy metal rabbi because he was a heavy metal student. Big fan of Metallica and Guns N' Roses, and I guess he still is. We should do an episode on that. We should have Guns like N' Roses on the show. Two different shows, like great rock music, but also 
exploring people's pasts. Yeah, oh, I love that oh, actually. That one, that and that how your revealing. past fuels your future. Ooh. But Josh was a, always an intense guy. He cared so much. I mean, he, when he got into learning, he was an inspiration for the whole yeshiva. And I'm really glad that he is out there. So why don't we do a crossover episode? We should do a crossover. Behind we, the it's okay. I would have Jewish, or I'd it's have okay a, we're a bima. It's okay. <laughs> it's yeah. okay. We're a bima. But I'm glad that he's out there doing outreach because um, he's a powerhouse, and I'm glad he's behind the... I don't know Rabbi Moskowitz so well, but I believe I met him when I was... So you moving to Boca. I, you know what? I love. Can you find a house? I mean... No. I, right. I do love... I love Hollywood. Yeah. I, I want to give a shout out to Hollywood, but I hear great things about Boca. Thank um, you. Many of them are coming from me. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And again, that's where, a lot of that's where together. Seinfeld's... Grandparents. No, parents. it's not. Del, that's Del Boca, Del Boca. I would definitely check out Behind the Beam. And I'll just add this. Excellent, excellent The, excellent the episode I was listening to, they were talking about the rating system about Uber. And they were talking mm. about, you know, should you give someone a good rating, even if they don't deserve it, because then you'll be responsible for their livelihood. You know, like, who thinks about that? Like, do you, like, if I get a bad, you know, bad driver, boom, one. If I get a good one, five. You know what? But I don't do that. You don't give any ratings? You know why? Because you don't want them to kill you. They know where you live. <laughs> they do. I actually, if I'm if I'm being honest, because I was actually kind of lying right now, I don't give ratings either. No lies on this I'm show. I'm sorry. What did say? I'm sorry. I'll hate Jim Kipper. I I don't I don't do the ratings because it it makes me nervous. You're right. I really don't. I have a crazy Uber story that I'm never going to tell, but yeah. I'll tell you later. <laughs> but but you should do the ratings. Maybe because it does affect their livelihood, and do we have a responsibility for that? So I don't know. They talk about it. You can go check out that episode. Behind the um, Bima. Check it out. And Behind the Bima. So we've we got two more. a lot of plugs. We're like, this is so yeah. selfless. No, but God, I've never you felt gotta better. Give, you got to give back. You're right. After oh, Yom gosh. Kippur. Yes. I mean, we're amazing. This is, you know what? I feel so much better about keeping the money. This is a lot more, right. you know, helpful. I mean, <laughs> we got two more. So this one, I got to say, this one, let's see what number. This one's up on, this one's top. Like, this is number, this is in the top 10. Mm-hmm. Number two, rightfully so. Yeah, I, I wouldn't call him a friend of mine. He's because, a he's a good friend of mine. Yeah, I'm not I've saying been that friend with him for years. Right. I don't. I want to be clear. Not that I wouldn't be his friend. I just I met him once. I'm going to tell you something right now. Yeah. I know him. I know him well. I'm going to put in a good word for you. Yeah. Okay. So maybe we'll hang out once I, again. I would totally hang out. Wait, with him. we're both going to the East Coast. Wait, we're on the East I'm Coast. I'm not going to. What, what is Florida? Is it East Coast? Uh, what is Florida this? is its own coast. It's okay, its own so world. So we're both going to the tri-state area. We will be, for a but I don't have time to hang out with him. But no, not because exactly. I wouldn't want I'm to. I'm sure I'll leave that part out. <laughs> I met him at a NCSY Shabbaton. Uh, so he is, is the director of education for NCSY. Right, Rabbi David Bashevkin. I will say when I met him. By the way, next time we meet, you got to let that roll off the tongue. Hi, David. It's a mouthful. But I will say that when I first met him, um, I was not I was enamored. I was like, this guy, he's got it. He's smart. He does have it. He's great, a great educator. Also very passionate, very s- smart. Super handsome. Yeah, by the way, which I didn't mention. Put together, by the way. Really yeah. put together. I, I actually meant to say this also. Let's just go back for a second okay. to Unpacked. Okay. Noam. Mm-hmm. That that should be video, not pop. That's a handsome no, guy. No, what's your deal, man? Get yeah, a camera. Do some video because I want like his face is right on the uh, the app, on yeah. the logo. Oh, yeah. like, there's that, no microphone. There's no like. Right, that's know, like what us. drew me in. Yeah, well, that's well, what we're like afraid. Well, well we don't want to put our faces. We we need more listeners. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no! I mean, we don't want to. Bl- we don't want them to faint. Like from like, wow, they're so. We handsome. want them to listen. We don't want yeah. them to pass but out. But no, I mean, I actually meant and no. If you're listening, when you're listening, now that you're listening, your hair always good. Yeah. Solid. What do you use, man? Yeah. Please let, on your next podcast, let us know. But let's go back to, to 1840. Rabbi Bashevkin. The podcast is called 1840. I think maybe because the age is 18 to 40. Well, but when it, Rabbi Bashevkin joins yeah. us, we can you, dive but, right into it. So I listened to this. And I actually listened to it a while ago, uh, the one with Rabbi Penner of Yeshiva University. Yes, and his son Gedalia. Who's openly gay. Yeah. Um, with a partner. And I got to be honest, 
I think it was the first conversation I heard in the Orthodox world about homosexuality that was respectful. Very respectful. And, and that, by the way, that is Rabbi David Bashevkin in general. Very kind, very gracious, really, really not afraid of these important conversations. Doesn't but that, shy well, that's away. the whole podcast. Yes. It's like they're real, important, serious conversations. I will say this this podcast inspired me, gave me hope for the Jewish people. Uh, I mean, if you haven't had a chance to listen to any of his podcasts, listen to as this one. As a Jew, as a parent, as a son. As, as a human being. Absolutely. The love. I mean, that that became the like the summary of it was the love of a father for a son and how to navigate difficult conversations internally and how to get to, I guess, overcome the difficulties in order to understand what's most important is that the father needs to love the son. The son needs to love the father. I have to tell you, this particular episode, people actually came to me because they knew I work for NCSY and Rabbi Bashevkin also works for, for NCSY. I, so many people came up to me and said, do you know Rabbi Bashevkin? Do you know Rabbi? It, it, yeah. it, it touched so many people. It was so powerful, Incredible. inspired me. I, I shared it all over. and A testament to Rabbi Bashevkin. Yeah, I want well to give done. a shout out to the podcast, to Rabbi Bashevkin for creating a platform to have these conversations that... You know, I would say the world needs, but certainly the Orthodox world needs. I'm going to reveal something about Rabbi Bashevkin here without his permission. But what's that? What do you want to reveal? He's holding in so many different areas. Rabbi Bashevkin is, is incredibly wise. He's a, he's, he's a genius, quite frankly. He's very smart. But in his office, and I think you can maybe see this when he's uh, doing Zoom and episodes, I, I, whatever it is, he's got a picture on his wall from one of my favorite movies of all time. And that movie is Goodwill Hunting. You know, oh, the, you know, the boat? Sure. The Robin Williams movie yeah, yeah. looking out. Oh, when, when Matt Damon is pointing at the I like them apples. So it's not an apple. It's the boat. No, I remember the boat, but that that's, was also... Oh, that's from the, that's from the How film. How do you like them apples? Oh, oh, that's a great scene. 1997, yeah. it put Ben Affleck and Matt... That's the second Ben Affleck reference of the I, day. I like Ben Affleck. Um, I have to say, even as... I know Batman fans, even as Batman, I didn't like him as Batman, but I loved him as Bruce Wayne. You know what? I actually liked him as Batman. No. I, I didn't did. like his suit. I didn't, his, uh, Why not? It was too bulky. Look, you're fighting crime. You need bulk. Yeah, but I, I don't know. But you as, go for tone. That's why. <laughs> I want tone. But I will say, as I thought he was my one of my... I mean, I loved Christopher Nolan's Batman. I'm just oh, kidding. Yeah. But his Bruce Wayne was... You know what? I think best. I went in with very, very low expectations. Yeah. And he really blew me away. Well, I will... Great. Batman versus... It was awful. That movie... Yeah, that movie stunk until... Uh, Josh... Well, uh, what's his name? Zack Snyder. The, the other... Is it Zack Snyder? You're talking about the one that was released on HBO Max? Yeah, the four and a half hour one. I watched, by That the way, was amazing. My son and I watched, we're like, okay, we're going to watch like half of it. Who can sit through four and a half hours? Is it Zack Snyder? Am I right? Zack Snyder, Z yeah. Yeah, that, that cut was amazing. It was really good. And you know when I watched it? After I got my first my first vaccine shot. So I was oh, wow. out of it. Oh. So it was like a delirium kind of, it was yeah. amazing. I watched it after I had a really good bagel. Oh. So I was also like, oh, a little out of the yeah. two, yeah. yeah. Cool. Anyway, back to the podcast. <laughs> A big shout out to to you, Rabbi Bashevkin, for bringing this. Those are very soothing. Yeah, he's, a, he's a, yeah soothing, calm. It's um, a good listen. It's a good yeah, listen. Yeah, but if you're if you're Jewish, if you're Orthodox, you know sometimes the Orthodox we get a bad rap because we sweep things under the table. No, nope. um, we have to do better at that. We have to bring issues that that we all deal with, whether they're struggles or whether they're just issues of religion or issues of spirituality or just human issues. We have to talk about it, and Rabbi Bashevkin's talking about it. Listen and to I think 1840, Rabbi Bashevkin yeah, makes us a better a people. Job. You make us a better people. Thank you. So the last it's one called the Schmooze. It's the Yiddish Book Center's podcast. I don't know where this stands on the uh, on the chart. I just felt it was necessary that we have at least one podcast that we talk about that's Yiddish. Yeah. Why? Because say Yidd more. Yiddish is it's the it really is. I know Hebrew is the Jewish people, but uh, Yiddish. Uh, wait, what, what? 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 I'm gonna cut you off. 
Because I think I know where you're going with this, and I want to win today. Okay. Yid-ish. Right. Because Yid, Yid? Is, is Yiddish for Jew? Yid is a Jew. <laughs> is a Jew, but is it Yiddish? Yiddish. It's Jewish. It's the Jewish language. I actually love Yiddish. Whenever I hear it, I just feel at home. You know, it's like the first time I was in Israel, and you know, I was walking around the streets of Yerushalayim. I felt like I had been there before, and I hadn't, but I had this familiar feeling and when people are speaking Yiddish around me, I feel like I'm home. Right. Hebrew, I love Hebrew. You know, that is the original Jewish language. When you go to Israel, yeah. it's everywhere. But Yiddish, something about Yiddish, that just feels more Jewish to me. Have you ever had a nice big bowl of soup? Yes. I know I know this from episode three. That yeah, you had. I love soup. And I Sasha know. makes great soup. Yeah, she makes excellent yeah. soup. It's not it's not just some liquid food. It's a it's home in a yeah, bowl. It, that's Yiddish to me. That's Yiddish. My grandfather spoke Yiddish. He wasn't a religious man, but he mm. spoke Yiddish. And that that's another thing. It's like there's something so holy when someone's speaking Yiddish because you know they came from somewhere special. Oh yeah, that's what it is. And he came from a shtetl. Mm. A real one, not the one. Not that, the Pesach program. Not the Pesach program. A real shtetl from Poland. And I just remember whatever. Which one? Gesundheit. <laughs> it's right next to Machenachen. I, I think you should. Uh, by the way, <laughs> I don't mean to like critique. Yeah. Your, but you should have said Gesunta Heights. Gesunta Heights. Oh, that would have been better. Okay. Next time. I remember that any time, like if my grandfather ever came to shul with me or he met someone else that spoke Yiddish, he would light up. Yeah. And I just, I think... There's something there. It's deep. It's, it speaks it's to the soul. So yes. I came across this. It was the only one I could find about Yiddish. So I listened to the one on uh, Klez Canada. And you know I love Canada. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fantastic title. This this uh, this podcast is all about Yiddish culture. The one I listened to was ah, about so this. We, wait, wait. There's a culture. It's not just a language. Well, that's a great question. Is there is there more than just a language? I think so. You should listen to the podcast. You know, because Yiddish like klezmer. I I, I personally love klezmer music. Can't stand it. Oh man, I can't stand it. But okay, by the way, yin-yang. if you like. Klezmer, the beginning of the, that's what how they start their podcast. A little Klezmer music. Um, I can't get into Klezmer, but I we but can't that, abandon Klezmer. No, I don't want to get rid of it. No. Nor do I want to get rid of Yiddish. But I think that's the point. Is that that's the culture. But it's not just a language. There's music. There's food. I don't know what's Yiddish food. I think our entire episode, the third go episode, back, go that's back Klezmer and food. Episode three. That's like, Klezmer food. Yeah, like I want to play the flute and eat herring and speak Yiddish. Do, by the way, let's so ch- check out the podcast. But what's your favorite Yiddish word? Ooh. That's not Yiddish. <laughs> I think it might be actually. That's a really good question. I've never uh, been asked that before. Well, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you one, and then maybe you'll get your mind. Hakana Machinik. Do you know that one? Wow. Do you, by the way, just a side point. You yeah. just pierced me real deep. <laughs> Why? My father used to say that all the time in my house. It was like the longest running. Like like your Hakana Machinik. All my dad used to say. What, do you know what it means? Well, Hakana Machinik is you're you're bothering me. You're annoying yeah, yeah. me. It actually means clinking on the uh, on Chinik. the tea kettle. Oh, wow, yeah. Like, Hakana Machinik. You know what my favorite Yiddish word is? Schlissel. Not Schlissel. Oh, I love that show on Netflix. Keys. Schlissel is keys. The, but that's when with the, with the artist Hasidic guys. No, no, it's just keys. That's Schlissel. That's Schlissel. What's Schlissel mean? It means keys? show. <laughs> show? No, Schlissel Challah. You know, like Schlissel Challah, yeah, the first Shabbos after Pesach? Yes. And when they, they make a key-shaped they challah. Stick they stick it put, for it, good luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's for Parnassah. By the way, for, for do sustenance. you know who else does that? Parnassah, parna, uh, money. Like, you know who else? like yeah. a profit. Who, do you know who else does that? Who else does what? Schlissel Challah? Something similar to the Schlissel Challah? No, tell me. Greek Orthodox. No way. Way, yeah. Wow, wow. I didn't remember <laughs> yeah, seeing wait. that ever. The, well, so I used to have a Greek Orthodox supervisor when I was in oh, grad wow. school and an internship. Shout out to Children's Hospital. Boom. Nice. They do, they do it with a coin. So oh, very nice. any of our Greek Orthodox listeners, you know what I'm talking about. 
And I was ta- I actually have a Greek Orthodox uh, staff member at my school. Very nice. And I brought up to him, Judaism has influenced the world, and I wonder if that had an influence on we Greek Orthodox. Ask. Can we bring them on the show? We could ask. Or what if it's the other That's way around? That's a good episode. Ma- cultures. No, just different cultures. Different cultures. We should do one on customs. Very nice. And then see how... Yeah, Minhagim. That would be... Like weird man hugging. This is a weird one, but it's cool. And yeah. but I but you said your wife makes it in the no, last my, episode. My, no, no. Because last episode you said she's a terrible chalamet. I never said that, <laughs> Sasha. I love you. Uh, I never said that. You said this, it. By off, the way, you said uh, offline. We now have proof yeah. that you've lied three times on this show. <laughs> so you're violating that rule. Yeah. No, my 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 wife's grandmother, may she rest in peace, used to give my oh. son Shama Shama and Leah. Uh, keys to play with, and she would just say schlissel, and I just I love that. Oh, word. that's like schlissel, schlissel, schlissel. Yeah. Like ha- that song. And then say, get away from me, Hakan Machinik. Yeah, exactly. Kishimer Tuchas. Another good one. Yeah. Uh, you know yeah. that one? Uh, yeah, I mean, who doesn't or, know Tuchas? Yeah. yeah. Kishim, Kish, Kishmer Tuchas. Yeah. That's actually it's not. Very endearing. That's a weird Yiddish word because it's very like Kish. It's Kiss. Yeah. Me, 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 it's like that band with that Jewish guy. I guess Tuchas. I want like, to is one of those words that actually I think it's leaped from Yiddish. Like, I think everyone knows the word Tuchas. People know a lot of Yiddish. They do know. Yeah. So that's all I got. I got Kishima Tuchas, Hakanim Achainik, Schlissel, Guten Himmel, mm-hmm. Nacht, Umensch Tracht und God Lacht. Ooh, you are do you know, holding. Do you know that one? No. Man plans and God laughs. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. So I think that that's it. Uh, Yantiv. Yantiv actually is. Yuntiv. Yantiv. Pacha. 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 I, I want to end on this note. Okay. I had the best pacha this yantiv. You know, I told you, like, I have to have it on the cracker and mm-hmm. I like, like one, then that was it. I had like five pachas. <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. Best pacha ever. And I want to end on that note. Pacha, I think, is Yiddish. And if it's not, it should be. And Definitely it was great. Yiddish food. But check out these podcasts. I want to thank all of these podcasts for inspiring us and yep. me. And uh, don't worry, as we climb the charts, we won't forget about we you. We will not forget about you guys. And uh, you just like you just keep doing what you're doing. We'll keep doing what we're you doing. Know what? Listeners, you keep doing what you're doing because you're helping us. Can't wait for the next episode. Dr. Jones. Subscribe, share, and it's okay. We're Jewish. We're Jewish.